Hello, this is Dancing Bear here. And Koala. And... For, the, for the more sensational listener, you have got Koala, so for the lowbrow listener, you've got someone like me. What he <laughs> means is dumb shit. <laughs> so yeah, we're just trying our hand at podcasts and seeing what happens. The pilot episode. So for those who have just happened, by by pure coincidence, just happened to stumble on this on either uh, YouTube or what's the site I've just logged Spotify? in on? Spotify. Spotify, yeah, it's a hard one to remember. Then you are in for a treat because this is the pilot episode. Yeah, and we're really just going to talk about, in this pilot episode, just who we are, what our plans are, you know, just a bit about us really we're currently trying to work out the pros and cons we are i think one of the major goals for me especially in 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 the first episode is that try not to bullshit the listeners we are who we are we're nothing fancy and we're currently koala burr is currently sat in dancing burr's garden my actual name is anthony irvine and if you don't mind me bringing up your name no i'm just tom okay he lives it i'm joking i'm joking (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> get the fan mail at his address please no I'm joking with you so I think it's fair only fair rather mm. that we should tell the listeners like what to expect from this channel and who we are as people so do you want to take this or shall I well, it's, I mean it's up to it's you it's like, entirely up to you it's as much your show as it is mine well I think just who we are we're just two basically nobodies we, we just wanted to do a podcast because anyone can these days Yeah. and we just want to talk about what we like yeah just nerdy stuff basically like, just go on. nerdy stuff sci-fi doctor who what's happening in the world yeah games books movies i mean a podcast one week could be as simple as what i had for dinner last night absolutely i think i think what started this off as well is we was we would be on the phone for hours at a time when we both finished work and and uh uh, w- whatever you are and we'd sometimes be on the phone for three hours straight and we wouldn't realise so the idea I think it was your idea yeah, to be honest with you and the conversations you. would get out of hand yeah. and into the realms of what yeah absolutely and I and, and we both more Tom more than me I think it's fair to say he, he, he can take credit for the for this idea of us doing this it's other people he believes that other listeners would enjoy our conversations so I, I we both thought we both decided and both concluded why the fuck not yeah. <laughs> Quick disclaimer: there will be swearing in this, and to maybe, a survival degree. May, maybe some humour that others may get sensitive to. We 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 aim to entertain. That is our foremost goal, not to offend. So, as a future disclaimer, if something I might have said, uh, regardless of what it may or may be, and if you just happen to be offended, please don't. And if I do offend you. I probably don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, so yeah, it's probably due to my ignorance. So go on. So yeah, who we are? Well, we've uh, we've been friends for what? Ten? I'm gonna say nine, ten years. Nine, we've ten known years? each other, yeah, definitely. We've known each other since college when we were in uh, the special class because <laughs> we both had to redo English and maths. I'm not ashamed to say I am too brilliant for this world and my qualifications <laughs> I, didn't match my, i could spell fudge with my gcse's i believe <laughs> so yeah i got an f i got a u i got a d i got a g and i got i think i got an e somewhere so yeah i didn't do too brilliantly at school so we went on this course because we all a lot the people that went on this course wanted to redo the maths and english was it functional skills it were called the course we yeah, functional skills. We did maths, English, and basic ICT because a lot of us had a good qualification in something, but with education how it is, 
if you ain't got that piece of paper that says you can spell the word bass, you ain't getting nowhere. No, absolutely. So that's where I know Tom. And I, it's safe to say we had a circle of friends. We did. We did. <laughs> Little inside joke there. Should we and, share uh, it with them briefly or leave maybe, that for another maybe day? Maybe later. Maybe for later. I mean, day, in I fairness, our agree. circle of friends include included some of the tutors. Yeah. I mean... The tutors was, uh, we went to Blackburn College. Um, I don't think, we, I, I want to name drop in case they might not appreciate it. But safe to say the tutors were very friendly towards us, weren't they? They had a lot of yeah, patience prob- for us, especially the, with someone like the me. The best uh, tutors, I think, in my school life I've ever had, just because they were so, they had so much time for us and there were jokes and it was, it was weird for me coming from like high school area where the tutors and teachers were basically, they were on high horses. They yeah. were so far up their own arse. A lot, a, a lot of the time, yeah, you did get that. So, well, yeah, in terms of uh, tutors and that at Blackburn College, I genuinely cannot fault them. I've got to be really honest with you at this moment in time, a spider just went on my ne- neck and I just put it on the table and koala over here just nearly ran to the opposite side of the garden. I think we need opposite to Opposite side this. of the garden? <laughs> opposite side of the bloody country? Nah. Uh, oh, not a like, spider guy, are you not? Obviously, nah, I love spiders. Yeah. I find them fascinating animals and I, I appreciate all the good they can do. Yeah. But if they could do it as far away from me as possible, that'd be great. Like, I hate when... I love the look of spiders. I love everything about spiders. I love all that creepy goth, like spidery stuff. That, qu- it, that looked quite gothic. Yeah. But that it, looked like the type that listened to Nirvana, that spider. Yeah, like, <laughs> but if a spider could do its own business in its own spider house and not mm. on my ceiling, yeah. it'd be great. Like, I, ju- I just don't like them. They've got so many eyes, <laughs> yet I'm nearly blind. They've got too many legs what's oh. wrong with a spider having two a spider having two legs would well, be even more creepy wouldn't it if it just ran at you with people legs I think it should be noted as well since we're talking about the wildlife of, of my back garden um, I'm going to give uh, like koala, give koala a little bit of a heads up here the cats around this neighbourhood sort of use this garden I don't know why it's like a uh, it's a meeting place I want to say for lack of a better description because there's there's a hole in the back fence everybody and basically cats from other streets use this garden to get to the next street and it's quite interesting because you see sometimes see cats interact i don't want to try and come across like i'm david attenborough or anything because i'm not and here we see see my mum pop her head out asking if we've eaten or not (laughs) my mum just popped her head out not long ago so yeah so um what were we talking about we'll talk about yeah college so college was a great time for both of us but we know we've spoken about it a lot before, because um, that year was a pretty good one for it in terms of just experiences. See, yeah, it's it's bizarre you should bring that up because I was only talking about it fairly recently, um, and I was talking about that particular year in mm. college where we met up, and I think the best description I had was I enjoyed it for the wrong reasons, and what I mean by that, everybody, is I, I made some great friends. Mm-hmm. Um, namely Koala, Tom Tom over here, you know, and, and a, what I believe to be a strong friendship. Just great people and, you know, a, a lot of the time, you know, I, I burn no shame in admitting this, is I messed about quite a bit in that year as well, but I still got a qualification, I still passed, so I couldn't have messed about that much. But to be fair though, I did have a lot of help, so... Yeah, you did, and the tutors had a lot of time, and in fairness, 
some of the tutors, if you messed around too much, I feel like you would have got your head put through a brick wall. Yes, like, yes. These were not women to be trifled with. No, there was one particular tutor, which all I'm going to say, she taught ICT. She was very. This is why I don't. Yeah, she was, and this is why I don't want to bring her name because. But all I will say as well, she seemed to be more favourable towards the women in the class. Is that yeah. fair to say? And when um, we say class, that's that's not what you're thinking because when it started, it was a class. There was what thirty of it us. It started off and about thirty-five to forty. Yeah, out of just over the year, we ended up with about six people. So yeah. the tutors. It was good because they had so much time for us. But unfortunately for them, it means they got to know our personalities. Definitely. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, that's a blessing or a curse for, well, for some I, people. I think, I mean, this I mean, this is just going in the realms now with pure speculation. But when I look back and I remember how they was... Uh, make sure there's no spiders. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> and I look back at the tutors and how they was around us. I think in a way they were quite appreciative at how colourful our class was because we started at 30 odd people and within the first few weeks uh, people just didn't come back to class so it just ended up being it was about 8 of us, 9 of us yeah it was something like that, it was it was a really small class and we was, in all fairness every single one of us I mean to say, were colourful in their own way, we were mm. genuinely colourful people, I was, I was larger than life I, w- I was quite random and loud yeah, there were there were um, there were times where um, you get the look off the teacher and or the tutors as they prefer to be called, and it's like, what are you on about? You know, when <laughs> when someone just looks at you and asks a question, Tom, can you answer this? Sorry, no, I was lost in thought. Why is Mary had a little lamb in the past tense? <laughs> like that, that was the sort of, you know, what happened to the lamb? That that's yeah, that's sort of what I went on, but it, it's funny we should bring this. I'm quite random. I don't know if I've annoyed Koala. I think he's quite uh, too too kind to admit it. But there's been a few conversations in in the recent past where I've, I've quite continuously brung up college, and he tends to have more of a is it eidetic eidetic memory, photographic yeah, when memory. Yeah, when it comes to college, I've, I've got you seem um, to remember it pretty well, a lot better than I do. So this is why I bring it up. But go on. But when it comes to college. That year was really good because I just I came from school, I did the college, and then I spent a year basically doing nothing through the job centre, which is hell, and then <laughs> um, went into an office job. So it's not like my life really took off into amazing places. You studied science the year after our, our, I our, did, our course, yes. didn't you? Um, um, I get the impression you didn't enjoy that as much. No, I, di- I loved science. I just had a run-in with a certain tutor. Won't go into it. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I, I I enjoyed working with the chemicals. I might have nearly blown up a science lab once or twice. Oh, you're gonna have to tell the listeners about that. Um, you can't, I, you can't I also decided to find out what chloroform smells like, and it, it's got a, a subtle smell. A I, subtle. Yeah. Smell. So if someone ever comes up to me with one of them cloths and goes, "Hey, does this does this, tell, does this smell like chloroform?" Why, well, yes, it does. And then just walk off. How in God's name did you ever come across chloroform? I know you were studying. Well, we, uh, we were doing a test, and chloroform can be used in many like science tests. Off the top of my head, I can't remember. So I keep thinking it was just like. On my arm. I don't want to scare and the, you, but the teacher was like, "Whatever you do, don't breathe in the gases." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> that does have a weird smell, doesn't it? Oh wow! Um, and sometimes, I mean, 
even though I can measure out things properly, if I'm told that something's going to explode or make sparks, well, yeah. um, that just turns on that little part in your brain that says, put more of it on! See what it does! <laughs> wow. Um, words can't fathom the ingenuity of wanting to smell chloroform, especially when someone specifically asks you not to smell it. But Yeah, well, just one of them things you do, innit? It's like, um, don't press the red button. First thing you want to do. Press the red button. Yeah, I can sort of get that mentality because it's like saying, don't think of purple elephants. I know you can think about a purple elephant. Sorry, I was traumatised by Dumbo <laughs> when I was a kid. Pink elephants are everywhere now. Oh, dear, yeah. God, old Disney movies were terrifying. Sorry to go off on tangent. No, do you know what? It's funny you should bring that up, like, actually. I was having a similar conversation with someone. I think it was my uh, ex-girlfriend, who will not be named. Um, but no, we would. She was she was a massive Disney fan. I think I yeah. can say, and well, one of her favourites, well. one of her favourite Disney films was Beauty and the Beast. See, that's that's one of my favourites as well. Just to right, throw just, that out so, well, I'm very, I'm terribly, terribly sorry to have to do this, but I'm gonna have to turn one of your childhood films. See, apart there's now. one part about <laughs> it that I always wanted to see, and I only came across this piece of information by pure chance. I was, I was, I was. As people do, I'm sure I'm not the only one. I'm sure many of our listeners do the same. You ever sat down one afternoon and you're just YouTube streaming? You're watching yeah. YouTube, you one, one video, then one video, then the next, the next. I was just doing that and I, I stumbled across 15 Disney's Darkest Secrets. You ever seen it? I, I know some of the dark things with a lot of Disney one of the One of the dark things, I can't remember it word for word, but because bearing in mind I watched this uh, some uh, quite a few years ago now, but I remember what they were saying is... There's apparently a scene in the film where I can't remember the woman, the the the, the fancy woman in the film. What's yeah. her name? The 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 one who ends up living with the beast. Belle. Uh, Belle. We'll say Belle, and she 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 accidentally stumbles upon a room full of smashed ornaments and smashed. Yes. See, right. Now I want to know when everyone was reverted <laughs> back to normal. Is that a yeah. room filled with cut up bodies? Yes. Now, or were I, these furniture beforehand? Exactly, because obviously, if, if for those who haven't seen the film, the film strongly consists of people talking teacups. Is there even yes. a talking? Clock? Basically, the beast was cursed um, because when he was a seven-year-old boy, mind you, in a castle alone with his servants, yeah. he refused to let a strange old woman in his house. So, um, basically, the lesson from this yeah. movie that Disney are trying to tell you is, please, children, talk to strange old people and let them in your house. Yeah, I mean, Disney films are quite weird for getting a dis- distorted message across. I only say this because, may Walt Disney rest in peace. Now, there was another Well, secret. I mean, he's, he's frozen, isn't he? He can yeah. still be alive. <laughs> the head in a jar with tentacles. But basically... Um, you know Lemmings? You ever played the game Lemmings for Super Nintendo? I know what you're going to say. Yes. I think... Have we talked about this before? No, but I know it. It's, there was uh, meant the... to be a film he made, wasn't there? There was a, a, a educational documentary on like animals and things back in the... Was it 50s or later? Late 50s, I want to say. Maybe. You can fact check it. Um, but basically, they, they made up... The myth and thing with Lemmings is that... They commit suicide en masse together. Now, in actual fact, this is a lie because a lot of the animals they showed in this Disney thing, they're like, this is a polar bear in its natural environment. <laughs> and it was just a polar bear in a zoo. Or they forced it to do so. And some of the animals, to show them being mad, they, they literally would have someone run up and poke the animal with a pointy stick. Wow. But the lemmings, to show mass suicide, these things breed uncontrollably. So someone at Disney thought it was a good idea to essentially get a treadmill pull it on max, 
put the lemmings on it so they fired out into the ocean. And they filmed the camera in such a way where you can't see this. So everyone assumes these are just little furry rodent animals running high speed off a cliff together. And I'm just like... That is dark. That, like, is, that is bad. That is bad. I mean, say, I presume this, these were the days before... There oh, was these, a these were. And because of um, when it was filmed, it's actually passed the statute of limitations on like them being prosecuted. But Disney isn't... I, I don't want to be attacked by the Disney ninjas, but they have done some questionable things. Oh, we're going like, to get attacked anyway. The, the, did, the, did you ever hear about um, how they actually made Disneyland? I don't know. You right. see more, again, I, I, I should say, uh, my mate Tom, my colleague, uh, I, I think is the best way yes. to describe it at this point, it's very informative. So I, this is, I think this is from my perspective, at least, anyway, why I enjoy these conversations with him. because it's, the, I just pick up random facts. But yeah, go on. Anyway, the point with Disney is... When they were making Disneyland, the big one is it Florida? Yes, Disney yes. World. Yeah, so Disney I've been World. There, just to put it out there. Yes. Well, Disney didn't want anyone knowing they were doing this. So what they did is they made several shell companies that have nothing to do with Disney, and they started buying up all the land in the area in bits and pieces. Right. So no one could say, "Oh, Disney is buying up all this land, and Disney is buying, you know, everything." They must be doing something big. I'm going to buy this one in the middle and sell it back to them. So no, it just looked like randomly loads of companies buying land in this area. No one knew what it was. And then the curtain comes off and Disney owns everything and all these little companies suddenly get shut down. Wow. And they get full rights to start making Disneyland. It brings... So, it, sorry to cut you off there, but it brings up a question, doesn't it? Of It's a, it's a question people don't want to ask, but they're toying with the idea. Now that question is... Does Disney, the multi-billion company that has so much influence in the filmmaking industry now, does Disney and have world. a and the world? Yeah, I'm, I thought I thought bring that up. I do apologise. Does Disney now? This is a question you got to ask yourself, listeners. Does Disney have ulterior motives? And well, if the, if they do, are any of those motives sinister? Well, just because I know a bit about the past, I know that there's no way around Walt Disney himself on occasion was a very I want to say nasty man sometimes like everyone knows the famous cartoon character Betty Boop you know Betty Boop yes wasn't Betty Boop yeah. was a cartoon from a rival company around the same time as Disney right. and what Disney did when they couldn't beat him yeah they just tried harder and Walt Disney drove the man that was making all these cartoons and there were loads but Betty Boop is the only one to survive in pop culture yeah Disney basically bought all the buildings around it bought all the companies around it bought the printing press that made the cartoons and then bought the company itself once they'd broken the man that is wow i mean just, i mean to say i it's... mean you don't mess with disney so in more recent news what the fuck is so i'm glad you, i'm glad like, you brung that up i'm really glad because we, 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 we've talked about it quite frequently now what is going on with Spider-Man? Now, this is what I understand. I know you're a lot more knowledgeable about this. But yeah, this is, I've been looking up. Yeah, this is what I understand. Spider-Man originally, obviously, is a Marvel creation. Yes. However, Spider-Man now, for whatever reason uh, Sony has, obviously Sony has certain rights to Spider-Man, but because of recent events that Sony are refusing to sh share the character, the franchise Spider-Man, with Marvel... 
they Spider-Man is not allowed, I want to say, for lack of a better yeah. word, to be part of the MCU universe anymore. Now, from my perspective as a, as a fan of Marvel, to me, and obviously I, I am aware that there's a lot more to this than meets the eye, but the only way I, I'm interpreting this is Sony are throwing their toys out of the pram. What is going on, Tom? What? Well, so basically, Sony own spider-man the rights and all related characters to the spider-man universe and when universal marvel and disney went to um sony and said look we kind of want spider-man they were like yeah you can have spider-man so spider-man was on loan to the mcu to universal to disney to marvel um to appear in some movies and then obviously he got his own movie and he became much loved because Tom Holland is a beloved actor like he's he's suddenly become so loved by especially like the lady folk because apparently he's quite cute I mean I don't see what well I've got to be honest with you um I'm a bisexual man um Tom Hardy's never really done it for me I enjoy his Tom Holland rather he hasn't really done it do apologize neither of them do it for me just to put it out there funnily enough but no Tom Holland personally myself doesn't really do it for me he looks like a child yeah, he does. He does. But, I mean, he's actually the same age as us. Is he? Yeah. He's everyone assumes he's sixteen. He's twenty four, twenty five. Yeah. But yeah. problem is, he is from. I think he's from like around the York area. He's like. Yeah. He's, so he's not got that going for him. But anyway, um, I thought he was in his early twenties. To be honest with you, we're I in our early twenties. I'm twenty six. So technically, don't make I'm in me my feel old. I'm in my mid twenties. I'm sorry, with uh, my friend Koala over there. I only say Koala this time because I keep mentioning Tom, Tom, Tom. That seems to be the theme of all I'm, the Tom I'm Hardys fine. and the Tom Hollands. Tom's um, are great, but sadly Koala is still coming to terms with his age because he is you're 25 now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no. getting to us, man. Go on. Back to the Spider-Man thing. So, there's been obviously several reports, and the internet spiraled out of control. Mm-hmm. So, I've seen a few news stories, but no one. At first, uh, it was just Sony have said that Disney and Universal can't use Spider-Man in the MCU anymore mm. for reasons, and it was apparently that they couldn't reach a deal. Now, as far as I understood, Sony and was getting quite a good deal money-wise with the splits because they still own Spider-Man. Yeah. So. They were still getting certain rights and um, royalties from the movies. Right. And they still owned all the merchandise. So, well, I think they own the merchandise, and that one might not be So what, I mean, to say... So, one report I saw, which was from IGN, which I take with a pinch of salt, is apparently Sony have turned round and said that the reason they... um, No, Disney have turned round and said that the reason... Spider-Man's not going to be in the MCU anymore. It's to take some of the workload off the head of Marvel, Kevin Feige. Yeah. Um, which I think is, to pardon the French, absolute bollocks. Like, taking one character off someone is not going to lower the workload when the movies are already in production. Yeah. Like, they'd already, I think, started working on Spider-Man 3 or were just about to film it, the third movie with Tom Holland. and. Yeah removing him will set these movies back because the plan has already been made like he was going to appear in a new avengers as part of a main team he was going to be the hero that they obviously being young they can they can beat a couple more movies out of the little shit the fact of the matter is i mean to say the 
the great Tolwy storytelling is that you can always explain away a missing character or if, a, if, if an actor playing that character sadly dies. But the point of the matter is, I'll be honest with you, Spider-Man's never really been a particular uh, favourite of mine in terms of super, superhero films, but he was an intricate part of the MCU. I mean, he's... He, he's if if he was as bizarre as this is this this comparison this euphemism, I mean, he's if a street he, level hero, yeah, isn't he? He's like, like he's, he's one of the lads that uh, you know the Avengers. He's he's I don't want to say one of us, but he's like it's like one of your mates who you usually go to the pub with and with yeah, a group and of now, friends. Yeah, and now now your mum says he's grounded. Nah, yeah. nah. <laughs> but, but also you you got to look at it. You you don't right if there's a robbery going on in like a bank on a corner, you don't send in the Hulk. No, you, you don't. You, it, they don't really have many street-level heroes in the MCU at the minute. But getting back to more of the point was... So, Disney have said they've done it for the workload. Yeah. Sony have said they've done it because they failed to reach an agreement on the uh, deal. Other people are saying they've got reports of it and they can't reach... The two companies, these two monolithic companies, can't reach an agreement, like, an agreement on the deal. I don't know what to believe. Well, there's the too much. I mean, obviously, after this, there will probably be. After we finish this podcast, I bet the real news comes out, and we just look like we're just yeah, like, we're not getting it. We're, we're, that's we're just going to look dated. Yeah, but because it, news of this nature tends to come very quick. Yeah, and and obviously we're something so big because it's one of them again. The fans are caught in the middle. Yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. I'm just getting like, closer. Imagine having to be that parent and you've got to explain to your child that there will be no more Spider-Man movies with this actor or Spider-Man's probably going to change how he looks again or, Mummy, why why can't Spider-Man go and hang out with Iron Man anymore? Well, you see, now let me explain <laughs> business and corporate law to you, little Timmy. The fact it's of the matter is, I wanted to ask you a question as well. Mind out, there's a chopper overhead. Yes. Probably one of Disney's uh, lackeys. Oh, God, they're coming! <laughs> they're coming already because we're exposing the truth to Dis about Disney. No, regardless of what I said before, I still stand by. But with all due respect, I'm, I'm, I'm standing by Disney on this. What options have Disney got? Say if Disney uh, struck up an ultimatum, a, a, a big plan, as it were, to try and still keep, maintain Spider-Man within MCU because... He, he's obviously always going to be a part of it now because of continuity. Well, he's also, you can't dismiss that. When it comes to Spider-Man, he's one of the most valuable Marvel properties there is. I mean, as last I heard, Spider-Man and the franchise and all related characters to just that one character yeah. is valued at over a billion dollars. So, would so you, this is big money. Yeah, so would you say Marvel, um, or Disney even, what are their options at this moment in time? I think they need... The, the only other options is obviously for people more business-minded than us. I mean, we're just two, like, nobody sat in a garden. Two northern lads in a back garden hey, discussing the facts of life. You're, you're northern enough. You've been here long enough. Yeah, I, 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 I should explain, Tom, uh, if you don't mind, uh, it was going a little bit I'm in your life. from the proper part of the country, <laughs> you know. He, 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 he's lived a bit here, though, and everywhere in the country, haven't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. We've moved around lots and lots. So my accent... In case we get any comments or anything, yes, my accent will change. Amalgamation all over. of a. I can't help it. I have moved house like 15, 16 different times. I've picked up the accent gradually going up north. So, you know, it, it's just, it's just an amalgamation. But Disney, their only option is just another sit down and a meeting. And if that doesn't work, obviously, 
Sony's just going to get well, killed. This, this, is what, Disney, like. this is why I stood by my original statement, is you got to put into consideration as well, for those who don't know, wasn't Sony still making money? Wasn't uh, Disney giving Sony a percentage yes, every time Spider-Man was in the MCU uh, movies? It, it wasn't the Disney or Universal now owned um, Spider-Man. He was on loan. So but, imagine for anyone else trying to understand it or get their head around Spider-Man was essentially the same as a football player on loan to an enemy team or like to another team yeah that's that's all it was best way to describe that like, I suppose yeah but what do you do once you've got this player on loan and I'm not saying if we're going to use the whole football euphemism there yeah because I know nothing what about happens when that player not necessarily becomes the only good player in your team but an intricate part of your team and sort of the club if we're using this euphemism, would lose greatly by losing him. Do we? Do, what, what's the best plan? Is basically what I'm trying to get at. Should the should Marvel should Disney just grit the teeth and get on with it? Are they are they helpless, or do you reckon Disney will ultimately find a way around it? Because we 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 discussed briefly a couple of days that Disney can't buy certain uh, properties, like we were talking about Fox. And because of laws of trying to avoid them becoming a monopoly. Yeah, see, there was there was a, a thing with that. They were allowed to buy Fox, but they weren't allowed to get all the news things associated with it because Disney itself it owns for like two, three hundred companies. For those that don't know, if when you were ever grown up and you saw like a Disney movie and a DreamWorks movie and were like, oh, I hope DreamWorks wins or I hope Shrek's better than whatever, Disney owned DreamWorks, so it's this. They make it look like they're going against each other companies when really it's just one company making it look like that just to drive up sales wow it'd be like if sony owned xbox as well yeah so it's 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 a weird one the way businesses work but i mean it gets us doesn't it see i kind of want um disney to buy sony now but only because of the fanboy side of me just out of spite yeah end of the day if you're gonna throw your toys out the pram especially in a capitalist world Eventually, you're going to get caught in the wind, if you know what I mean by that expression. But the thing is, as well, just popping into my head, and I don't want this podcast to be have any political things in a lot. No, no, we'll try to avoid the political but aspects. But when it comes to Sony and Disney, what, companies, what country is Disney based in? America. What country is Sony based in? I genuinely don't know. I was going to say it's America a chi- originally. It's a Japanese, Chinese company. Is it? I yeah. didn't know that. Call me an idiot. So, and a lot... We don't know if this this might. No, this is just me throwing out random ideas. Oh, hey, up controversial waters. Yeah. <laughs> well, Trump's been going after a lot of Chinese companies, hasn't he? So, so do you reckon they're linked in any way? Well, it could be just a deal breaking down, or it could be Disney going, "Oh, we either get all of Spider-Man, or we're going to have to stop trading with a Chinese company, just for the time being." Hopefully that's not the case. So do you reckon? I mean, I mean, I, mean, I don't. I, don't news, I have heard very, very, very briefly. So do you reckon like this could um, be a di- diplomatic disaster? I mean, say it, we're, we're toying with the I idea, mean, so we might as well bring it up. Yes, it it could be, but I also think Spider-Man is more of an integral part of the superhero world for the simple fact is, like, obviously he wasn't important to you growing up, but me growing up and also seeing it now yeah. Spider-Man is the only teenage superhero in there yeah. he's the only one that a, like a teenager or a, a kid or something can identify with he's got the weird issues in schools he's he's the nerdy one he can't 
he gets bullied. He, even though he's got all this amazing power, he's, you know, he's got he's got weird friends. He's all he's just a kid. Yeah, that happens to have superpowers. Whereas <clears throat> Iron Man is like an alcoholic millionaire, and Captain America is some dude from the forties. <laughs> but I mean, one well, that my mum can relate to. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I mean. I, I would have loved to have seen the scenes of like Captain America walking into the doctors and like yeah. a woman come out and is like, yeah, when's the real doctor get his sweetheart? You know, because he's from that era. Yeah. Like, there he would. Absolutely, like, yeah. No, and uh, I was going to make a very valid point that even though I didn't necessarily enjoy, like, well, I'd say enjoy, but I wasn't overly keen on Spider-Man's character in my youth, um, it's safe to say that ever since he's become a part of the MCU, I've gotten to appreciate him more, and I mean, there's not one uh, movie with Tom Holland in it that I haven't enjoyed. I think, I think what uh, the MCU have done with Spider-Man is it's actually incredibly clever, and I'll tell you why. It it's made Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, yes, that as well. But it made him relevant again, if that yeah. makes sense, because they put him with the Avengers, they put him into a mainstream audience. So people like me that wouldn't normally go to Spider-Man. And now going to him. This, this I think. I mean, this is just my speculation. I could be right and I could be wrong, but this could partially be the reason why this is kicked up a fuss. Because a lot more people, Spider-Man's getting more attention now. No one can Spider-Man deny that. Spider-Man has always been attention. But I also think Spider-Man. If you look at when he first showed up in Civil War and Avengers and everything, yeah. I found him quite like he was. He was the allegory of the. Um, audience he yeah. was oh wow it's captain america oh yeah. wow oh my god <laughs> you know he was he was fanboying over everyone yeah like he he was that excited child like oh he steals captain america's shield and he's like oh my god i, ne- a robot I never arm and he's like wow i never enjoyed um toby Maguire's performance in spider-man now i'm not See, saying he's a bad actor but spider-man i've always i've, I've liked yeah. but because of that cartoon in the 90s and yeah. My favourite part about Spider-Man has always been Spider-Man may not be the best character, yeah. but the part of Spider-Man that I love and a lot of other comic fans love is he may not be the best, but he's got some cracking villains. He's got like Yeah, he does. You think of Batman, you only ever think of Joker. You think of Spider-Man, you've got Doctor Octopus, Green Goblin. Then everyone thinks of multiple. Yeah, no, I I, I do understand where you're coming from in that. Um, it t- took a bit, a bit. I had to swallow a bit of a bittersweet pill there because you uh, compared him to oh, only one memorable villain of Batman is the Joker. When you've got Two Face, you've got the Riddler. Sorry, I'm fanboying here. At this yeah, point. but you know what you mean. Yeah, the Joker's the most memorable. He's the, he's that. the arch enemy, but Spider-Man. Yeah. I think officially Spider-Man has eight or nine arch enemies. I Which thought is, the main Spider-Man villain, though, was either the Green Goblin or... Do you know what I mean? The most memorable the, villain. The and most memorable to most people, especially these days because he's relevant, is Venom. Venom. Yeah, Venom's a good villain. Ve- Venom's, Ven- a, Venom's a had a villain. weird one because he started out as a villain and he slowly turned into an anti-hero. Yeah. Fair enough. But, I mean... I, I don't know my mythology that well in terms of Venom. I know, obviously, he's recently become, become relevant again because of a certain movie. Um, and they've restarted him. Yes. The thing, the thing that everyone forgets about Marvel and comic fans, which annoys me, is especially comic fans when they do this, is when they try and talk about Marvel canon. And you've got to stop and think, well, well which one are you on about? Because There's about 50, isn't yeah, there? There's, <laughs> the Marvel Universe resets every so often. Same right. with the DC. Like, the ones I grew up reading, like, the MCU movies are actually a combination of the ultimate Marvel Universe, which is when they tried to make Marvel current in the early 2000s. Right. And they made it a lot more cinematic. And 
a combination of like older Marvel stuff, all of which Stanley basically had nothing to do with. Right. And then you've got the Marvel Universe, which I grew up reading. I grew up reading the Ultimate comics, and I grew up reading the Marvel Universe, which ran from 1994 when everything came started to come back till I think about 2015. Right, I'm with you. I I was also going to say as well. Did DC do the same thing? DC do the same quite a lot because I only they, ask because I always got in, the impression with DC that they're sort of stuck in certain in, in a certain because when I watch Batman programs especially uh, Gotham yes it's tended it seemed to be stuck now I love Gotham now this isn't me knocking it at all but when I watch Gotham it it, it seemed like it was 20 years behind now I'm not talking about the, the concepts or the storylines I'm not talking about anything like that but the setting now they, they were clever how they did it because they didn't specify your time where, where it was meant to be based but the, the way the phones they were using the characters were using it seemed like it was 20 years ago so yeah I think that that was the initial plan because right. obviously it's, it's hard to keep a canon when you're supposed to be have a character that's always set in modern time and never ages you end up with just the Simpsons yeah see I, I think it's clever how Simpsons do it they have mm. like a little uh, soft reboot every five or ten years don't they see I yeah, enjoy so that so it's, it's they made the canon quite fluidic in terms of like they give it a soft reboot every so often and yeah it, it's a bizarre one because when you talk in terms of continuity and superheroes in terms of especially DC and Marvel it's a lot I think a lot of people including me can be quite confused as to where, where's the start where's the beginning where's the end and which ones they start because there's so many origin stories out yeah. there do you know what I mean there is and that's that is a hard thing to try and explain to people but with DC DC are doing a weird thing they they reset their universe every couple of years more so than they should and I've heard rumours that DC themselves as a company is struggling yeah like they've changed their logo about nine ten times within like these past couple of years sorry about the background noise that was a bike yep and you've had a reboot um i think from about 2012 called the new 52 which if anyone wants to read dc new 52 is a good place to start or after the new 52 they rebooted again and they called it rebirth which is apparently a good place to start i haven't um read any of them myself Fair enough. That's fairly. See, my mate, my, my colleague, I got get used um, to using that term. He's yeah. very knowledgeable about comic books. I mean, not wh- very, but I've, I've, you know, I've well, read more knowledgeable time. than me. I think it's it's safe to say. Whereas I've got I've got to be honest. I was never into comic books when I was young. It would just genuinely wasn't my thing. I enjoyed science fiction programs. I enjoyed Doctor Who, but. In all honesty, I think I can name drop him. I'm sure he wouldn't mind. I'm not going to use his full name. One of my best friends called Adam. Uh, about five years ago, I want to say, he just kept watching uh, Marvel films quite continuously. And I think he gave me a sort of resurgence into, not necessarily passion, but an interest. See, when it comes to Marvel, it's, it's hard to... Some of the issues and stuff it, it is crap. But if would anyone... you say it's an issue? Sorry to cut you off there. Would you say it's an issue now? Canon itself <sighs> with Marvel. Yeah. So if anyone wants to pick up Marvel, you have one timeline that goes from 1994 uh, called the Heroes Return, and that goes up until 2015, and that includes 
that's got your events like your Civil Wars and your Original Sin and all that right. stuff and X-Men versus Avengers and then after that you Marvel did something from I think 2015 called Marvel Now and that is a good place for anyone to start as well it makes it more current and then that goes up to a new rebirth where um, you start getting like all the Captain Marvel coming in more and X-23 and um, it got too without making lots of it just, comics just got too politically correct including like DC so I, I I read the ones that I grew up reading and I'm slowly getting into other ones oh, he's like the 94 to 2015 yeah, timeline and then I'm trying to fill in my gaps with DC but I will get to modern ones it's just I haven't read enough catching up to the point that point yeah so, so if you don't mind me asking I know it's uh, sort of like I'm sort of asking you to jump to the last page question here how did the 94 in, in case you don't want to know uh, spoiler alert so just put I don't know pause it and just skip about a minute or so but I just want to know how the 94 to 2015 uh, timeline ended like so um, what happened to the, to the did they have an ending or was it very it, much up it in the air it basically was just like a soft reboot Right. There was um. Yeah, it was basically just soft reboot. But then, after that, very much like Star Trek. Then yeah, what they um, did after the um soft reboot, there was there was a a big event in Marvel that basically destroyed everything. It reset the entire Marvel universe. Many heroes died permanently. Um, from wow. a, it was loads of Marvel universes sort of mashed together you had like the ultimate universe which for those that don't know four currently in the MCU not dad bod four the when he's got the black armor and the hammer axe that is he looks damn near identical to how he does it in the ultimate universe right. the ultimate universe he is a bumbling idiot if, for the first few Avengers things there's actually debate on whether he actually is a god or is he just some nut job with a hammer Wow. When, <laughs> when I think it's Tony Stark opens up the hammer and he finds it's technology. There's no magic. Yeah. So he's he just seems to be this really strong alcoholic nutter that has a <laughs> hammer. And then it is turned out later that he is a god. Yeah. And he's a reincarnation of a god. Wow. So it's it's a weird one and it is good. But yeah, no, Marvel, they have... Um, I think it's called Secret Wars off the top of my head. Right. Or Secret Empire or something, but basically it resets the Marvel Universe. Lots die. I should say as well, um, if anyone has any questions, because this will be uploaded onto YouTube, on the comment section, in terms of Marvel, please feel free to ask I mean, my esteemed colleague also, over also here. Also, don't, because I am not actually an expert. I just read some every now if, and then. If you don't know the answer, you can like, just say you don't know the answer. Yeah, I, kn I know a lot about um, sort of maybe current Marvel, because as everyone knows, Natalie Portman is going to be playing Jane Foster's 4, which is an interesting thing. And if anyone wants to catch up on that, it's uh, a fantastic comic writer called Jason Aaron. He started writing 4, he took off, and he did amazing. Are you a Natalie Portman fan? No, she's like a house Oh, brick. thank God she for acts, that, because I was going to I, say something so snide there. I don't think... <laughs> <sighs> and the villain they're apparently putting her with is a villain that first showed up funnily enough in yeah. Jason Aaron's comic and he this was a villain that was a match yeah. for four this yeah. was a villain that was a match for many 
many gods. And I'm supposed to sit there and believe that he's going to show up in this movie and that I'm not what going takes to him. lie. It was sorry to cut you off there, but it's a very similar conversation to what I had with my mum yesterday. And I'm not going to lie to you, Matt, uh, Tom. Kirsten Dunst, um, what's the one um, we just mentioned then? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Now, I'm not attacking them personally because they're probably genuinely nice people in real life, but they just bore the fuck out of me. It's like, no, I'm not even kidding. They just do... I've I'd, tried... I, what's the film Natalie Portman got into in a film? It was about Virgin on 10 years old now where she was... Was it The Black Swan? Black Swan, yeah. What? That is that is an hour and a half, two hours of my life. I will not get back. But the same thing, <laughs> I don't think we're the target demographic. I think she played a good sort of like girlfriend or like female lead in the four movies yeah but i can't see her no offense to like her act i mean she could pull it off because as everyone knows like when someone's about to go into a superhero role don't ever knock them but i do you think she can pull off being four no like a female i'm sorry ladies and gents and anyone who's a fan of natalie portman Please be aware as well I mean, that these are my opinions and my opinions only. If you enjoy them type of films, if you enjoy Natalie Portman, then fair enough, fair play. You enjoy them, and I hope I don't take any enjoyment and away from you. What I want to say as well is I don't think she can do it, and it's it's. but it, I want her to because as everyone... You like, want her to succeed. When Heath Ledger was first announced to be the Joker, everyone... Turn around and went what that dickhead from like romantic comedies. Nah, he'll never do it. He he's he's <laughs> gonna be terrible. Oh what him from a Knight's Tale? Pfft. Well, Heath Ledger didn't bore me though. Yeah, Sorry, just <laughs> I know Heath, what you're saying. I, I, Heath Ledger being the joke. Nah, <laughs> and then it turns he pulls this fantastic one of the best performances going, and I completely agree Joker. with that. And Natalie so, Portman might be able to do the same. But yeah, but so. For actor-wise, I don't like judging people when they go no, into No, no, and, and if I've given that impression, I genuinely do apologise, because don't misinterpret me. I hope Natalie uh, Portman does a fantastic job. I mean... But I think on this one, seeing he's truly believing... Robert Patterson, Twilight Dude. Yeah, I like him. I know a lot of people knock him, but I've always liked See, him. See, he was getting a lot of knock because he's going to play Batman. Yeah. And my first thought is... Oh, Robert Patterson. Then I'm like, no, could be like Heath Ledger. He could be like, right, I get to pull my proper acting skills out the bag and I get to play a beloved character. He, I think he'll pull it off. And I, I'm not I, just trying to sound biased here. I genuinely think he will pull it off. It depends who he's acting with, though. Yeah. Um, who could you imagine playing Alfred? Like Jeremy Irons played. Jeremy Irons was probably yeah. my favourite Alfred just because he was so British and so <laughs> passive-aggressive. <laughs> I loved the passive aggressiveness of him. Oh, like you know, when he when he makes a joke about it's something like the wine cellar. It's like oh, drinking from the uh, Wayne's wine cellar again. There won't be anything left for the next generations if there's even gonna be any. <laughs> yeah, but you know? well, I, I think to be honest with you, in that especially in Batman vs Superman and the Justice League films, Jeremy Irons just played an exaggerated version of himself, didn't he? Really? Yeah, like. He was Uncle Scar. That's all he's ever going to be. <laughs> Uncle Scar, definitely, definitely. So, I, th- I think we should uh, change the subject ever so slightly. Um, how's your week been then? Have you had a good week? or? Yeah, it's been all right. And there was an interesting piece of news that I just wanted to squeeze in here sometime. Now, let me just set the scene. Has there ever been 
a um, a product from a company that you have loved, and then time has moved on, and you're you assume the company has forgotten about this, and then they bring out something new for this. Product. That's never happened to me. No, I've got to be honest with you. Well, right. Well, in strange news yesterday, the Xbox 360 got an update. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. After being, I mean, the Xbox One is and PS4, this new generation of consoles. Yeah. That's nearly two generations old. So for a console that was made 13 years ago... Was it really that long ago? Yeah. Xbox 360 came out 13 years ago. Fuck That hell. is... That is weird. I mean, apparently it's only minor bug fixes, but the fact that Microsoft still support this and still know that we play it... I think, to be honest with you, again, this is just a, a speculation off my own back, but I think they've realised maybe how popular to this day the Xbox 360 is because yeah, I know a lot of, of people that still play the, the console Xbox 360. I don't know. I mean, I know this is pure speculation, but they've done that a couple of times with the PS1, didn't they? Well, not necessarily the console itself, I think but look at the games that came ret- out. Retro gaming is alive and well, and obviously, people like myself, we still like getting physical games. We, but it's, it's getting harder and harder to play the older games. Mm. But the 360. Even though a lot of people had the red ring of death, it, it, it was a power horse of a console. And if you look at it, if I want to go and play a PS4 or Xbox One, I put in the disc, I wait like 20, 30 minutes for it to install, and then you've got update times. If I want, I want my big dumb box to do what I tell it. I put in the disc, I play the game. That's <laughs> it. You know, you, you are doing what I fucking tell you. <laughs> you know, I, wow. I, I, I go and turn on my PS2, disc in, shut, play the game, yay, I'm having fun. I'm playing GTA Vice City, which sometimes feels like your hometown because you've played it so long yeah like definitely <laughs> i can do i can do that map off the back of my head like vice city was mine and probably my one of my mum's yeah. favorite games like never let my mum get a driving license please oh, if dear. the dvla is listening <laughs> my mum would never but you know Bloody hell. so i think it's only for uh, for our potential listeners to so they know that we still were people too in a, in a bizarre way um, what do, what plans do we have for this channel? What, yes. what, what word do so we want to take? Now, now we're getting to the end. So the plans, personally for me, I just want to see where this goes for a couple of weeks. Obviously, we've introduced ourselves. We, we've spoken about a couple of weird things. We've gone off on one. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not going to be structured. In fact, when we record, we don't even have a plan. We talk for about a minute on... Maybe what I we are going to direct it to, what I'm going to direct it to, what yeah. Irvine's going to direct it to. There is no to. script here, ladies and gentlemen. No. No script. But if, and I hope you don't mind me saying this, if any of you have any suggestions maybe on what to say, any questions you would like to ask us, feel free in the comment section. I'm on Spotify as well. Um, I'm relatively new to that app, so I don't know if you can make a comment and make a suggestion on Spotify, can you? Um, but no, if you were, if anyone on YouTube, which is my main activity, that's that's where I usually go. If any of you have a suggestion, please feel free, and we could have a segment yeah. where we'll be reading out suggestions and answering questions. By all means, I don't mind and, doing that uh, at all. We don't. If if obviously this takes off and gets somewhere, um, the plan is with this is to we're going to record once a week and upload maybe on a Saturday. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, um, li- listeners. I'm just having a crafty fag. I'm just having yeah. A crafty fag. Um. So upload on Saturday. Record once a week. Pull it out and just keep to a regular time. So, and 
with putting it on Spotify or on YouTube, there will just be like um, artwork, so it shouldn't take up too much data if you've not got Spotify. But just listen to it as you walk to work, and we really that's, do appreciate feedback. That yeah, absolutely. That's the main goal. That's the, for listeners that might be driving to work or might be walking to work or might be just going around town and you just you're waiting for a friend and you're just putting those earphones in and just the the theme that i'm trying to create the atmosphere that i want to create is you're you're one of the you're one of you're one of the mates you're one of the lads you know you're one of the ladies yeah we're not being gender specific here um you know ladies gentlemen and those ladies to make up their minds you you you're one of us. You're just chilling out for an hour and just talking about yeah. random things. Like, just stick us on in the background of your house is quiet. Like, yeah, you know, if you're cleaning, sort of maybe definitely, absolutely. Because I do. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of ruminations, a lot of reviews. Do you want me to I'll put put my flag at a distance? Um, and it helps me when I, especially when I'm cleaning around the house, when I'm tidying my room. I like to listen to something that engages me. I think this is one of the main reasons, actually, why I've done this. So a lot of people have sort of done a service to me. I want to give something back, as yeah, bizarre as that plus, sounds. I mean, if if just one person smiles because like we're just being us or enjoys listening to us, I'm quite happy. Two people, I'll be over the moon. Five yeah. people, well, that's it. Fame's gone to my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, be, don't, I don't think anything like that. He'll expect me happen. to ask him in, uh, for an autograph, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sorry, I won't listen to you. Please, me. <laughs> but... No, um, there was, over, over the next couple of weeks, we're, hmm. we're just sort of, we're going to find our style, we're going to upload, we're, we've got um, intros and outros, like music-wise come in and artwork on the way, so, you know, we're, we're getting there slowly. We're getting there, we're getting there, we're getting what we wanted to do. Now, um, before we get off uh, sordidly off subject, we had a minor dinner break, uh, folks, and um, Koala, or... Tom. Tom, as I think we'll, he prefers to be called, See, had, a, ju- had a story to share with us. I'm um, just, I'm just koala, he- <laughs> just throwing it out there because Irvine was already dancing bear on YouTube, and um, for the artwork we had the dancing bear sat down and then on the sofa, and next to him it was like, well, just do we just put a person? So we just, I just said a koala bear because I'm shorter than him, and it would fit the theme of two bears. So, Definitely. <laughs> And he, not, looked, he looks kind of like a koala too. Not a lot of thought <laughs> went into that, right? So just, just anyway, what what was my story? Something, oh yeah, yeah. yeah so, do you want to share with our potential audience? About a week ago, yeah, maybe two. I saw a <laughs> news article. I think it was the Sun uh, on my phone, and it was a bride hates her uh, husband's best mate now because at the wedding while he was the best man he shit himself <laughs> his bowels did evacuate all over the place <laughs> while at the altar oh now dear. can you imagine that situation can you imagine <laughs> being at like your best mate's wedding or like you're at a family wedding or something and you, you, may, you, now, relieve yourself. you may now <laughs> kiss the bride and there's just like a trail on the floor and your best mate looking there like I am so sorry like she said the wedding was ruined. And you know what? I don't blame her for saying that. But at the same point, 
you've got to feel sorry for the man. Imagine, ima- got, yeah. yeah, imagine, <laughs> imagine the wedding pictures. <laughs> imagine, like, oh no. Uh, I mean, obviously, for a grown adult to do that, there's yeah. probably something wrong. But that man's never well, let, living got... this down, and he got a news article with his picture in it. So he's got, always going to be known. Go for a job interview. You're the man. To I'm shit going to be honest wedding. with you. I'm going to be honest with you now. I've got a, I've got a life story, as it were. And two packets just flew on the floor. Um, yeah, sorry about that. I've got a life story to share with everyone. I was coming home. I think it was from work. I'm not too sure. And I was catching a buzz into Blackburn. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I have no uh, quarrels in being extremely forward. I've I've got a mild form of autism. I've got Asperger's syndrome. Now. It affects me uh, on a daily basis, uh, on a day, on a, on day-to-day life. And one of those little quirks, I want to call it, for lack of a better terminology, I struggle using public toilets. I, it, for some reason, my subconscious somewhere it's welded that it is unhygienic. Well, on this memorable journey back into Blackburn Town Centre, I can't remember what I had to eat that day, but I remember consuming a substantial amount of energy drinks. And I was on the bus. I'll, I'll never forget the exact location where the bus was. It was passing Audley. No, it wasn't. It couldn't have been. It was just leaving the Accrington area. So, you know, there's like countryside between Accrington and Blackburn that the bus pass, passes. Well, I was around there and I was sat behind a bar, you know, where the, the stop sign usually is welded into. Yeah. I was sat behind that and I was clutching onto this bar because I needed to go to the toilet and I needed to relieve myself. And in my head, the original plan was to get home. I wasn't going home, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Are you sure you want this story out there? Like, I do. I, I mean, does... I, I, this, this, this could ruin... You know, once this is out there, it is out there. I am an incredibly forward guy. So this woman, bless her heart, is sat at the opposite side of the bus and she's looking at me quite fearfully because all she's seeing is this man in his mid-twenties. I'm six foot two, ladies and gentlemen. I'm over 200 pounds. Clutching onto this bar, she probably thought I was turning to the Credible Hulk and I'll tell you why, because the hand that was clutching onto the bar was turning red. (laughs) And I'm pulling the, the most bizarre facial expression going. And I'm like, obviously I know the listeners can't see me, but I'm showing Tom like... Like, like proper, proper <laughs> like gritting your teeth out your cheeks almost. Yeah, like, pretty much. And oh this woman man. looked traumatized. <laughs> anyway, next grabbing a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say, the bus well, arrived at the bus station. Well. I ran like I never ran before. I ran into the Blackburn Mall. I was, and there was a large hustle and bustle of people, especially with outside the Primark area. For those who live in Blackburn, you'll know what I'm talking about. And there was all huddle, and I said, get out the way. And I kid you not, Move, it was like Moses parting the sea. They moved, <laughs> because I must have said it fairly loud. I managed to get to the toilet, but because my autism, because I have Asperger's syndrome, it was playing holy hell with me because I had to use a public toilet. The end. <laughs> and I felt so embarrassed afterwards because I used a public toilet. You it just could... went off on a tangent <laughs> for like five minutes about nearly shit. Like, this shows the level of what our podcast will be. Like, but yeah, anyway, pretty much. We're, we're getting to the end now. We're, we're, we're going to wrap it up. Okay, um, fair enough. So yeah, if anyone has enjoyed this and listened to this, please listen next. We promise we will get better. Yeah. Like less. 
Um, yeah, this is the pilot. More, yeah, so. this, this is the pilot. So if you even slightly enjoyed this, listen to our second one. Um, and maybe our third one and our fourth. See how you goes. So this is this is the end. This is... Um, Pretty much, man. Expect this Pretty every much. Saturday. Yes. It'd be like at the first treat of the weekend. Something to look forward to if you enjoy these type of conversations. Yeah. Or if you just want to walk to work during the week. You've got a week to watch it or mm. listen to it. My name's Anthony Irvine and I've been Dancing Burr. I'm Tom and I'm Koala. I hope you enjoyed and, and I hope to yeah. see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.